Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. This week's Talking Simpsons is brought to you by Audible. And Talking Simpsons listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. Ahoy hoy everybody and welcome to Talking Simpsons where we prefer the smell of bank customers. I am your host Bob Mackey and I'm also a military strongman. Who else is here today? Uh, Christopher No Good Nick Antista. Oh, I hate those guys. Systems analyst Henry Gilbert. <laughs> and today's episode is all about separate vocations which aired on February 27th, 1992. Chris, what happened on this mythical day in history? Oh, Bobby, you would not believe what happened on this day in history. Uh, unemployment is at a record 7.3%. Chevy Chase's Memoirs of an Invincible Man becomes an instant classic in movie theaters, and NBC <laughs> announces it will drop Saturday morning cartoons as of next September. Ah. Damn, Yo-Yogi killed it, man. <laughs> Could have been that, or Space Cats, or oh, whatever Space the hell else. Round Table. Yes, that one, I remember too. being very bummed about this. If you listen, We have a laser time with uh, a very funny April Richardson, AP, mm-hmm. on Twitter. Uh, you may have seen her on Chelsea Lately and other things. She's obsessed with Saved by the Bell, and I hated it for canceling cartoons around yeah, this time. It was I, much I, cheaper paying non-union high school kids to prance <laughs> around one stage for 22 minutes. Sta- uh, I not only hated Saved by the Bell, I hated everything they replaced the cartoons with. Mm. Like, it was real bad. Well, like, was like, Sa- when Saved by the Bell is the best part uh, of yeah. that group, like, yeah, it's, it's bad time. Saved by the Bell is like The Wire compared to California <laughs> Dreams yeah. and whatever the else, like Hoop, ha- whatever, Hanging Out or The yeah. Hang Zone. I don't know. What was the, There was a basketball one. I do remember that. Yeah. But, uh, uh, Cal- I, Lost the history, but not the Simpsons. In this episode, I, I think it's a very Rugratsy episode in, really? in the vein of um, mm. Bart the General, where it's, all, it's mm. kids doing adult stuff, like an adult thing put in the context mm. of kids, like Bart being like this hardcore uh, policeman, police wow, authority I figure. Never, I never thought of it like that. Yeah, yeah you're right. It is. It is kind of like the, the kids play dress up, and it's a one to one matchup. Well, in, like instead of bombs, they're throwing water balloons, and mm-hmm. instead of a police officer, instead of a fascist state, he just grabs people by the arm and sends them to detention. Yeah, though Lisa does correctly identify Bart as a fascist, but this episode <laughs> starts <laughs> off uh, with a parody of a famous uh, standardized test that I took yeah. several times. Here it is. We're going to take a test. All right, a test. It's called the Career Aptitude Normalizing Test, or CANT. Some of you may discover a wonderful vocation you never even imagined. Others may find out life isn't fair. In spite of your masters from Bryn Mawr, you might end up a glorified babysitter to a bunch of dead-eyed fourth graders while your husband runs naked on a beach with your marriage counselor. (laughs) First question. If I could be any animal, I would be A, a carpenter ant, B, a nurse shark, or C, a lawyer bird. <laughs> oh, God, I love Question it. 60. <laughs> I prefer the smell of A, gasoline, B, French fries, or C, 
bank customers. <sighs> I, I, yeah, that's, that yeah. is one of my lines of the show. Yeah. I love that so much. I never studied for tests, but I always found tests very easy to read, not necessarily yeah. the aptitude tests. Because I remember I kind of like, I kind of nudged my aptitude test towards mm-hmm. stuntman and goddess. <laughs> like, I just yeah. knew it would be something like that. No, that was the thing you realize as a kid. Uh, once you realize that as a kid, of like, oh, these tests are made by people. Like, it's not, yeah. you know, it's not some deity handing this down. They want an answer, and you can twist it. They expect you, to, as a kid, to not know that you can turn, yeah. the, you can direct it a way you want. It's and, all about playing the game, or, like, learning the yeah. rules and playing it right. And, uh, uh, this is another episode written by George Meyer, who his... His episodes definitely have a a feel of like cynicism, hatred, absolute cynicism, <laughs> a hatred of family, authority, and and schools, mm-hmm. and but also of a smart kid who came to hate school, yeah. mm-hmm. which definitely comes through in that. And just God, the allegedly the, mean. the obviousness of those questions mm-hmm. of like a lawyer, bird. A lawyer, bird. <laughs> that's so great. It's great. Like I think I think one of the people in the commentary said, as long as one viewer walked away hating cops, George would be happy. <laughs> yes, yeah. And that... I, I do want to rewind a bit. Uh, they blew a, a ton of Edna Krabappel's backstory with just yeah. one joke. And keeping in mind, I haven't watched the show in probably eight years. Like yeah. that could be an episode, like learning what happened to Edna. Because I, I don't yeah. think they ever revisit that. She mentions that. like the degree her ex husband had. No, like, no, that's her degree. She oh, went, she went to Bryn Mawr. Bryn Mawr. That's, yeah. that's, that's crazy. crazy. Cool. I wonder yeah. what she They should address in. it this season. Well, oh, yeah, she is uh-huh. canonically dead now, uh, so they never will. Unless they never they're will. disrespectful like they were Lunch Lady Doris. <laughs> hey, they, no, I, I they still created, don't forgive them. They created a oh, Lunch right. Lady Dora. <laughs> yes. they, they brought back a Doris briefly, but She's then dating Fit Tony. Oh, and by the way, this episode, ugh, this, this episode also won Nancy Cartwright an Emmy for her performance. Really? Oh, wow. This was the one they submitted this for her a, nomination. And, a yeah. great performance. Also, a bit of trivia. I believe on a previous episode, Way a long time ago, I talked about mm. I was after a Simpsons animation cell. Mm. The cell was Bar- Bart being handed the hall monitors. Oh, wow. I thought it was, was going to be no Bart background. taking a picture of his own butt. Oh, that would be if if that's ever online. Please, please alert me because <laughs> there's at least two episodes where that happens. Yeah, yeah, but let's not get it. That's my right Twitter. On. That's my Twitter background. Uh, but the <laughs> really I, the the Iowa doing the the is that a joke? Thing? I don't get. Bob, you're from Iowa. I'm from an Iowa like state. Uh, it's actually very far away, but just as boring. <laughs> And they're very dead on in that uh, the Iowa test mm-hmm. might not exist anymore thanks to No Child Left Behind. As they have a new, uh, it was new really a standard thing. of testing. It was a real thing. Wow. Um, that's why the tests go to Iowa in this episode because mm-hmm. all of the testing stuff came from Iowa. Mm-hmm. And I don't think you had to pay for it, but it was basically they were getting free um, – What's the word I'm looking for? Census data? Tax subsidies? I guess data. They oh, were getting data, free data about students and learning and oh, things and like that. Oh, selling the data you to people. Data I don't know what they did with it, but you could just mm. sold it to Capri Sun, man. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Yeah. They're selling our futures. No, when I was a kid, I felt like Florida, Chris, I think Chris actually might know a bit more about this than hmm. me, but Florida like would have its own... The thing, testing, yeah, it would have FCAT. It would make it wouldn't do national standardized testing stuff. They would do it just for Florida. We don't cotton those other states. <laughs> I, I would also hear from like teachers who would move to Florida to continue being teachers. They're like, "Why well, have to sub for like a year until I can pass my Florida test? Mm. I pass the test that lets me teach in forty nine other states, but Florida's like, no, 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 got to." <laughs> 
pass our test too teacher. does not have a reputation of a very educated populace this is gonna no. sound weird but i really like doing standardized tests because really? they were easy yeah and they yeah. gave you so much time so it was like i'm gonna bring all my nintendo powers to school my old red wall books and i'm gonna finish the test in 45 minutes and then a two, have like two and a half hours to kill I am when I'm I, done. I did like I don't know. I did like having just the number two pencil and just the feel of feeling yes. something in that the was order. <laughs> yeah, uh, the order and of the it. kids' results, baby. J. Lauren Pryor is back. Systems analyst. Systems analyst. Systems analyst. <laughs> Systems analyst. All right. Homemaker. Mm-hmm. It's like a mommy. Boom. Police officer will all be jiggered. <laughs> if you'd like to learn more, I could arrange for you to ride along in a police car for a night. Hey. I don't need you to get me in the back of a police car. Well, I really think you should consider this. You know, before I saw these test results, I had you pegged as a drifter. Wow, a drifter. Ralphie <laughs> Sheriff, run me out of town. He's lost my vote. Ooh. Bart had nowhere to go but up as far as his aspirations it. went. This is one of many flashbacks uh, or dream sequences where something horrible happens to Bart, but he thinks it's cool. I think yeah, even yeah. the stripper thing. All yeah, he, walks all away he from wanted that to going, be cool. was Rambo without a military pension. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really love the look of Drifter Bart. Oh, that you know that reminds me. This episode mm-hmm. opened with something that was at the opening of the Homer at the Bat as well of three thought balloons like right at the start. I you know oh, right. I have something going on. And then the characters just imagine a little mm. cartoon. It, it had kind of the feel of like a Garfield and Friends type joke or something. Yeah, like it, one of those really tiny shorts. Yeah, a very visual gag. But uh, There's an increase in cutaways in fantasy sequence oh, yeah. as we yeah. move forward. I Season mean, 4 is practically Family Guy in terms of how often it cuts away. That's much. not me insulting it, but it does the same thing. Uh, I also love when the kid gets salmon gutter. Uh, <laughs> Ralph gets salmon gutter. Military strongman. They really misread Milhouse. <laughs> and, and my dad loved the system analyst joke because that was his job title at the time and he laughed because he knew it was like a joke no kid (laughs) wants to be a systems analyst they don't know what that even is as someone with no practical skill what is a systems analyst it's uh, they analyze systems. Bob, you got systems. I know Carl Newsom phone is one on uh, King of the Hill. Yeah, it's kind. Of, <laughs> I, it's related to economic or like uh, auditing a company, like keeping track of the money and stuff. But this was also just a, a ongoing thing in my childhood with my dad of asking, like, I would see on shows, including The Simpsons, characters asking their dad, "Well, hey, dad, what do you do for a living anyway?" And then the dad explaining it to their kid. And my dad would never tell me. Like, I would just say, so what do you do? He's like, never say. Like, and I think my dad is a guy who had begun his life in like law enforcement and he had worked as like he had worked as a deputy in california and he had also well he'd worked like as a bailiff at a court house then a deputy then he tried to run for sheriff and would have been elected and the guy closed down they they like shut down the sheriff's office so he he couldn't be it was he hilarious and and charming like bull from night court please oh damn it you ruined it for me Uh, you know who else wanted to be a police officer Hmm? homer you know your father wanted to be a policeman for a little while but they said he was too heavy no the army said i was too heavy the police said i was too dumb well i'm gonna be a famous Mm. jazz musician i've got it all figured out i'll be unappreciated in my own country but my gutsy blue stylings will electrify the french i'll avoid (laughs) the horrors of drug abuse but i do plan to have several torrid love affairs and I may or may not die young. I haven't decided. Honey, if that's what you want, we'll do anything we can to help. Wait a minute. <laughs> Isn't anybody going to follow in my footsteps? I love this. <laughs> <laughs> 
This was a big uh, belly laugh at the Mackey estate this morning. <laughs> I forgot that Howell just... Yeah. And the, and the, the characters all just like... They are all looking around for so long that yeah. you feel like one of them would have spoken by this point. Uh, though I do like the kind of division between Marge and Lisa, which I think they've they've played on in, in other episodes, even as recently as this season. The episode I watched called... Um, uh, the Martian Chronicles. It's where Marge and Lisa are going to go to Mars. Oh, mm. It's it's a five. Whatever. <laughs> what? They went to Mars? Not really, but okay. they were training. Well, I'm not going to so, explain We'll it. get I'm to it gonna... in 12 years. <laughs> yeah, but, but anyway, the division between them was the Lisa's like, Lisa thinks she's smarter than Marge mm-hmm. and, and kind of belittles Marge of thinking like, well, yeah, you're just a homemaker. Who cares? Like you, you gave up your dreams. Yeah, you all you do is anything. take care of me, you loser. <laughs> yeah, and so and then Marge, Marge rebelling or not rebelling, but pushing back against realizing that Lisa kind of doesn't respect her. Yeah. And so you get a little bit of that in this episode. The Marge takes it with better humor mm-hmm. of just Lisa saying like, "I'd rather be dead than a homemaker." Marge's like, "But that's the life I chose." <laughs> so I, I well, find chose. Well, uh, graduated high school to yeah. Uh, yeah. to accomplish, uh, but then also. You have to have some sympathy for Lisa because she suffers oh from the very same disease that'll keep Donald Trump out of the presidency. Oh, cool. That poor man. So, you think she has talent? <laughs> sure. Oh, do you think she could be a professional someday? Oh, Lord, no. But I'll practice every day. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll be frank with you, Lisa. And, and when I say frank, I mean, you know, devastating. <laughs> You've inherited a finger condition known as stubbiness. It usually comes from the father's side. Go. Oh. Stupid fingers. <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong. You don't need long fingers to play the blues. The blues come from in here. My God, they are stubby. <laughs> or at least I like that you can hear the carbonation of the beer as yes. it spills onto the carpet. That's, That's a great sound. foley. The yeah. only sound that I didn't get is just Homer and Bart devastating Marge's smiley-faced breakfast. Oh, yeah. It's a lot of gulping sounds. It's like, just... Ow, ow. Ow. Dan Castellaneta has a way of yell eating that I've never yeah. been able to replicate without almost choking. I think you need to fill your mouth with something safe. <laughs> but that stubbiness gag was such that is a total Family Guy joke of oh you have stubbiness quick cut away to Homer yeah. they apply that and then back here you know something that you see in flash forwards for Lisa it, it it's something I kind of forgot that she really doesn't become in none of the flash forwards or imagining of her life. They don't have her be a professional saxophone. That is saxophone true. guy. Yeah. Like <laughs> saxophone she, guy. Yeah, the, she doesn't play the saxophone professionally. She, I think they maybe see like the creators see that as kind of like too too little for Lisa. That mm. she she's a brilliant person who could end up being the first non lesbian president of America. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do, but I really like this episode because uh, Lisa becomes disillusioned because. She, her, her life path is disrupted, but yeah. Bart actually finds a purpose or a thing he likes, which yeah. he has never been motivated towards anything. Never he motivated goes on. before. And they realize, like, it, it's such a funny idea that a bad kid mm-hmm. who defies authority realizes, oh, I sh- I'm going to be a cop. He could really shake things up on the inside. So he goes on a ride-along while Lisa is learning about her bad fingers. Do you need straight A's to be a cop? <laughs> <laughs> hey, fellas, let's go shoot some bad guys. Oh, oh, it doesn't quite work that way, son. People see movies like McBain and they think it's all bang, bang, shoot them up, cops and robbers. <laughs> Let's roll. <laughs> One ocean tango. Love we this. are in pursuit of a speeding individual driving a red <laughs> car. License number eggplant Xerxes crybaby overbite narwhal. <laughs> oh no, cops! Snake. It's not Snake's first appearance, right? No, it's okay. not Snake's first voice, though, right? No, no, no. Oh, he's really? uh, 
it's like uh, he's on the phone in. Um, yes. Yeah, he's on the phone oh, getting invited party. to Bart's party. Yeah, that's right. Uh, we should be the... keeping more better track of this because because no, also the ther- I... is this the I wanted to know if this is the last appearance from the therapist. You remember his name? Lauren uh, Pryor. J. Lauren Pryor. No, yeah. he'll actually appear in the episode that explains why Lisa has a saxophone. Mm. Remember, he has a quick joke of saying like, "And Bart has such obvious homosexual tendencies." Bart's gay. Oh, Bart! <laughs> you realize it's Millhouse <laughs> talking about. Uh, but I, I also want to compliment just. It is, this is one of the things I miss about The Simpsons, and maybe it was to parody a certain kind of cop show here. Yeah, but definitely the, they're going for a Quinn Martin production the, uh, yeah, kind of thing. The music is yeah. so cool in the next couple episodes. The camera oh, is. See you in hell, <laughs> punk! Cliffhanger. Act two. Death drives a <laughs> stick. That's definitely see a Quinn Martin thing. I remember, I remember how confused I was yeah. when I saw this live as a kid because they'd never done a to be continued before, and it was just a joke. It's mm-hmm. like when they put the Bart get, get hit by a car thing on the yeah. screen, kind of like no, but no, but we'll never a, do this again. But but here's a, a funny thing to do. I remember my my world was rocked. I'd only really seen it in like Back to the Future two to be continued. I'm like, what the fuck? No. I don't even know what those yeah. words mean. Yeah, uh, and you don't it? know when it's coming back, and like yeah, and it, I can't gauge how long I've been watching the episode. Is this over? What the hell are they talking yeah, about? And I, and I love that on the DVD the jokes ruined. Yeah. <laughs> Because there's or no better. I don't know. Yeah, as a kid in '92, I hadn't seen any '70s no, totally. TV shows. I, I still or, really haven't seen any '70s. Really. Uh, top I mean, shows. those didn't get syndicated much when we were kids. Yeah, like yeah. what got syndicated was like Donna Reed or or really more '50s and '70s or uh, comedies. Uh, but. In the whole cop bit, there's so many great bits in uh, there. Those, like, oh, yeah. uh, yes, Homer I, freaking out about the copper wire. That's awesome. Yeah. We club people with it. I love that line. <laughs> Just the, <laughs> the same. And, and also, uh, polling the electorate. Oh, yeah, filthy right. joke. Yeah, yeah, such a gross joke. I never got... I didn't understand what hot and cold running chicks mean, but I guess it's like hot and cold running water. You are so gay. <laughs> I guess, so it means it's like hot and cold running water, except... Like, you can just get chicks whenever you want. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. I, I, I can infer that. I do like the animation when Bart is just firing the gun yeah. wildly. That, that deserves so, to be Frankie act right can now. Can you believe... Bart fired a, a firearm he in the was third season. A loaded gun, and he was firing it at a car. Just, it yeah. just seems like is like wow. Is that too far? Like I, Bart shouldn't be firing a gun yet. That should be a whole episode at some is, point. This is against every rule in the book. But can you cover us? And he's just like the, then the next shot of him just like idly standing with the gun at his side. Like um, why am I holding? Bart had him? bad trigger, trigger control. I think it, it reminds me. In uh, remember in Grindhouse where the the mother gives her son the gun and like it, when the zombie yeah. apocalypse is happening. In the in the first one, uh, the one that isn't dead, death proof that is Planet Terror. In Planet Terror, the the you know the zombies are coming, and she's like, gives her son a revolver and says, "You got to protect yourself." And she's just like, "Your video games, you'll be fine. Just hold on." She closes the door to her car, leaves him there, and he immediately shoots himself in the head. Like that's <laughs> totally uh, forgot about that. About that. Me too. Uh, you were talking about the cop lines. I am giving Wiggum my uh, yeah. line of the show. That's the joke. Ah, looks like you just bought yourself a lottery ticket to jail. He's unconscious, sir. Oh, I can still hear things. Sir, I know what I want to be when I grow up. A cop. Well, until then, son, I'm going to make you an honorary police officer. Eddie, give me your badge. 
Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Like uh, number one, his quip makes no sense. Number two, he's talking <laughs> to a guy that's knocked out. That's what I love yeah. about it. I can say things, uh, this is a real improvement though for Eddie Lou and Wigum because in the last episode they railroaded Steve Sachs <laughs> oh, that's in right. jail for the rest of his life. And it's and funny they, uh, how still they're 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 holding back on using Wigum because Eddie and Lou are there and Wigum pulls up after it's all over. Like there could have been yeah. a lot of funny Wigum lines yeah. in that scene, but they chose to hold back. And a stupid yeah. stupid note. He gets out of his car before it stops moving. It just looked dangerous oh, to me. Weird. It looked dangerous to me. I also do love the line, damn boxes when they're chasing him. But <laughs> but it and when I thought about it too, just like Snake tries to kill Bart. Mm-hmm. Like and that for a character who will be a regular character on yeah. the show, I feel like they can forgive him trying to kill Apu, like he shot Apu many times, but that he he was trying to murder a little boy. And after he was so kind to Apu with that nylon yeah. rope. Almost, Almost sensual. sensual. Yeah. Snake's murderous nature just seems part of the Springfield ecosystem. It's like getting mad at a bear. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I... Or, or a puma. Lake Vigilant Puma. Puma. Principal of the mountains. <laughs> that, that Puma didn't come back much in the show as the school mascot, <laughs> yeah. but I can tell oh, you a few a few major instances it did. But I'm sure, yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, the ones when I think of the Puma, I think of the first run of Simpson Comics in 1994. Mm-hmm. They actually got into the Puma a lot, and in the Bartman comics. He would fight a masked man called the Puma, who was obviously Skinner, and so not was, the Puma man. No, no, no he's not the, the Puma he's man. Not the Puma man. Uh, Wise like a moron, like the Puma. I, and I'm skipping over the the little Marge sequence. I love that. Yeah. It is so head. cute. Yeah. It's like that. I think if that came out now, that would just be merchandise overnight, and everybody would be dressing <laughs> like that at Comic Con. Your oh. little Marge minifig, yes, or whatever. Oh, yes, yeah. in cities on the moon. She just her her feet are tucked in, pointing at one another, and she's all little and cute, yeah. and I, her I, voice I, is sped up. It's great. I love how deflated Marge was after that anecdote. She's like, "Oh, I actually didn't do anything by telling this story." All right, I do yeah. have it. You okay. know what I want to be when I grow up? <laughs> A girl on the oatmeal box. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm going to be an astronaut. Women can't be astronauts. Why not? They distract the men astronauts so they wouldn't keep their minds on the road. There will, too, be women astronauts. (laughs) It's true. And we'll all live in cities on the moon. So, you see, my sisters were wrong. Except about the cities on the moon. I was wrong about that. So, well, you can see how anyone can be wrong. Oh, that's a great reading. That, that's uh, great. March yeah. didn't doesn't get many things like yeah. that. That was more like a Homer story, and so I was glad March got to have a funny story yeah. like that. They're, and, they're figuring out giving her things to do, yeah, which is great. Yeah, I mean, this is post-Rancher Relaxo, and she, she got a lot to do then. Simpsons will be right back. Ahoy, ahoy, everybody. I know I'm stealing Bob's line here, but it's important because I have to talk to you about Audible, which has helped bringing the show to you today. Yeah, you like this podcast? Odds are you'll like audiobooks, radio shows, podcasts, the beautiful menagerie of uh, spoken entertainment, as they call it, that Audible has to offer you. Uh, and guess what? Talking Simpsons listeners can go to audibletrial.com slash lasertime and get started with a free book and a free 30-day trial just using that link. I know what you're asking. What kind of stuff does Audible have on there? Well, they have your Harry Potters and your Game of Thrones and your girl that kicked the, the carcass of doom. And uh, what, I don't know what the girl series is called. But they, they, I, looked, I went and looked for specific Simpsons stuff. 
And I, of course, they have they have tons of Simpson stuff. A lot of it related to O.J. Simpson, a character I've never heard of, but we're only in the third season. But look at this. We put the spring in Springfield, chronicling the golden era of the Simpsons by Justin Sedgwick. Aha! That is yours free by going to audibletrial.com slash laser time, so, as well as The Gospel According to Simpsons, um, a book that explores the spiritual life of the world's most animated family, or even... The Simpsons and their mathematical secrets. That's a right triangle, you idiot. Yes, I believe the whole book is about the stupid math stuff hidden throughout The Simpsons. But again, there's that, of course, there's that, and a bunch of other stuff you might be interested in. And you can go there and check it out at audibletrial.com slash time to get your free 30-day trial and your free audiobook just for giving it a shot. Thank you so much, Audible. Back to the show. You like Laser Time shows? Then you might like Bonus Time, Laser Time's weekly bonus show exclusively on Patreon.com slash Laser Time. Here's a taste of what you've been missing. Zero Time Dilemma came out on 3DS, and I was trying to call around. Uh, calling around to GameStop, it was always like, look, thanks for calling GameStop. Were you? And I'm like, oh, right. There's like a 60-second preamble yeah. before I can engage with you, human. I, I know it will towards the person who has to do it, because like yeah. that's your job. And for all you know, I, I'm the district manager calling just to see oh, if you did it. That's... Um, just so you can go, you weren't nice enough. Oh, yeah. really? For five twenty-five <laughs> an hour, I wasn't yeah. nice enough. You didn't mention all six of the add-on things per sale. I worked at Suncoast, the movie yeah. outlet in the mall, and I'm like, I have never in my life, at twenty years old, had a job that I'm good at. I am really good at this job. And then every every morning, I'd be chewed out. You didn't sell enough Sports Illustrated. Right. I don't want to push that shit. I'm, I can literally sell any movie in this fucking store to anybody. That kid, with I'm the, the Ricky Roma yeah. of the of, of Suncoast employees. And it didn't fucking matter how many Directv subscriptions. That kid buying a uh, Dumb Dumber on VHS really needed a Sports <laughs> Illustrated subscription. He's pretty just good. wanted to buy Fair Game. <laughs> 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 what a beautiful choice! <laughs> That's all I wanted. What I hate about uh, the game stops. Thank you, Car Track. That's I, my favorite line from that movie. I don't remember it at they all. They hack into Car Track to find uh, Cindy Crawford Jeez. and they, the, the Russian terrorist. Ah, Car Track. <laughs> thank you, Car Track. Thanks, Car <laughs> Track. It's great. Get bonus time, Laser Time's weekly, full length, uncensored, and ad free Patreon exclusive podcast, as well as weekly full length movie commentaries, wrestling and cartoon video commentaries, physical rewards, the first season of Talking Simpson, and more at patreon.com slash laser time, starting at just five bucks. You'll help us live, and we'll do our best to help you never be bored again. This was a first in this episode, not for Snake, but for Armin Tamzarian's background as being in Vietnam. When he sees the, after Lisa and the bad girls egg the puma. I got it. What are you looking at? Nothing. Then get out, because we're figuring out stuff to egg. Okay, but if you really want to hunk Skinner off, I suggest you attack the one thing he truly believes in. I saw some awful (laughs) things in Nam. But you really have to wonder at the mentality that would desecrate a helpless puma. <sighs> I never thought I'd say this, but the no good nicks rule this school. <laughs> Language, Skinner. No good nicks. So yeah, that is the introduction that he had been in. That uh, he had been in Nam, and it was just a one-off joke for them. Yeah. But clearly, they fell in love with it because in the next episode, yeah. Dog of Death, he will say it again. Like I've seen, I've seen a lot of my time. I was in Nam for six years. And then yeah. it cuts away. Like, it's, it's great when you see when they find something they like. It's like Malibu Stacy happens a couple episodes in a row. It's like we want to use this joke again. Yeah, um, and though who knew that it would grew to him being like. 
They he would by the uh, end of season four oh. it be introduced that he had been a prisoner of war yeah. and that he also had reenacted seen, deer hunter sequences. Yeah, he had reenacted deer hunter sequences, apocalypse and house sequences, <laughs> and would eventually be set up to be Armin Tamzarian, a man who uh, no good Nick himself, who <laughs> uh, then would replace. Seymour Skinner's like... We'll get to it. I kind of like that episode. But as he Shock. has... Lisa's oh. fucking with Skinner. Skinner notices Bart is showing an aptitude for authority. I'll get you, Bart Simpson. <laughs> if it's the last thing I do... Now, what is this all about? Well, it's quite simple, really. I observed our friend, groundskeeper Willie, burning leaves with a blatant disregard for our clean air laws. <laughs> Bart Simpson on the side of law and order? That's the world gone topsy-turvy. That's right, man. I got my first taste of authority. And I liked it. They make a point in this, like, authority's not good. Like, authority is not inherently good. Bart is still fucking with people, which he loves. He can now just do it with no impunity. At what cost? (laughs) It reminds me of uh, this comic I'm really enjoying right now called The Fix, which Mm. it's slightly spoiled The Fix for you, but the opening to it. But so you think you're reading like a, a... a Tarantino-esque true crime or crime comedy type book, mm-hmm. and the guy's talking about it like when I was a kid, the coolest guy I ever saw was this guy who came in and robbed a bank while me and my mom were there, and then he got shot in the face by a cop, and then he's like, and then I loved that cop. That cop was the coolest. And so <laughs> it was just a guy who liked being a criminal, and then realized he could be a more successful criminal under the guise of being a police officer. And well, so, thanks a lot, Mister Spoil the Comic for me, uh, uh, Chris. Like or he could pages. become a hall monitor. God. How would you like to be a hall monitor? Wouldn't that mean squealing on other kids? That's the meat of it, yeah. (laughs) Here we go. Now, Witness X, would you please tell the court what you saw? I'd be more than happy to. (laughs) Yes. I saw Mr. Bantone there seal the late Mr. Palaccio in an oil drum and roll him off the pier. I kill you! (laughs) Hey, caramba! Chris, uh, dust off your death jingle for yes. Steve Allen. Oh, shit. Yeah, I believe I it died go, in 1999. Really go get that. that oh, is, no. We have a death jingle to signify when someone has died on The Simpsons episode. Death stuck you at every turn. Ah, there it is. Death. Steve Allen. Who would later turn against The Simpsons, I think, Quite. when he was getting old and kind of losing his mind. And that happens with older Definitely. celebrities. Like, they will be preyed upon by interest groups like so, talk about uh, how good we are yeah and, and i mean talk I, about I, how scared and simplistic you would be. so yeah. yeah in in the last years of his life he mm-hmm. got approached there there was a group in the late 90s called the parents television council oh, yeah, you're right. who were taking down lots of network shows they saw as being like too gross or too bawdy or whatever and the two of their biggest things were things I love very much pro wrestling <laughs> and pro wrestling and the Simpsons and so they you know they got in pro wrestling's WWE specifically they got in WWE's face so much they even made up a group to be enemies in WWE to face who wow. was called That's... Right to Censor the RTC instead of the PTC it's, it's not ironic that these groups only attack popular things yeah no i mean christians who get mad at harry potter there's way more things for christians to be angry about but less popular ones you you seem like "Ah, i think i might have a problem with the golden compass the golden compass hates you (laughs) like yell about the golden compass like (laughs) they're like sincerely anti-you and uh this this, this, just i remember like everything that on these watchdog group lists like this is the worst thing ever Mm -hmm. and but it has to be popular so they yeah. can capitalize on the strength of that show to get their message out. And they get to be on TV. And the best and thing then... was, on number two beneath Family Guy in the early 2000s was Arrested Development. But <laughs> Arrested Development was still on Fox and its uh... ratings were poor. So they were like, 
Fuck yeah! yeah. We did sneak cunt on the air. Awesome. Let's you publicize this. Country music loving woman. Yeah. Uh, or whatever that line so, is. So yeah, the PTC. They, they complain specifically about anal rapists being <laughs> visible on TV. So the, yeah, the, so the PTC, it, to me it always felt like they got Steve Allen and his... Um, older confused state to just sign a thing or yeah. maybe or maybe he did just feel that way yeah, later things in life, were better then i'd be happy to represent you he could change his mind but he had appeared twice on the simpsons and he had been on multiple wrestling things like he these were things he supported but then and steve steve allen is the first host of the tonight show or the second uh, was jack parr the jack first? parr was first yeah. Okay. second yeah so one last thing about this fantasy sequence we're kind of stuck in it but it is actually a parody mm-hmm. of a famous rape trial Ooh, a yes. william kennedy smith uh one oh of the kennedy uh, brethren he, uh, One of the Kennedy brethren rape, rape. Yes, apparently. Uh, well, actually, he was acquitted, but I, I assume that uh, he did it because he's a rich guy who That's a anything. Yes. Um... And he's a Kennedy, too, he's so you Kennedy. know them. And uh, basically, it was one of the first major... Uh, is mine. <laughs> it was one of the first major uh, date rape trials that was, I guess, televised. And um, yeah. the woman asked for her identity to be censored. And I was looking up, like, why, what was the... I mean, I know the reason behind it, but I wanted to see what people were talking about. And, like, I, I Googled it, and every editorial was like, this woman should not be censored. If she can, she can accuse a man, they should know who she is. It's like, wait a minute, why? guys. Yeah. And um, what a funny retribution by yeah. booing out his face. Like, oh, no, Mike Reese hates this joke on the yeah. commentary. He's like, we had... We, oh, how how funny we parodied a real rape yeah <laughs> how hilarious i had no idea Jesus. so yeah that blue dot is essentially like from that trial wow. like because before it would just be a mosaic but i guess sure. the mosaic wasn't enough though i do love that like i kill you yeah i, I, kill I, you. I caramba <laughs> and uh this also was not the last this might be the first time but it's certainly not the last time Groundskeeper Willie has sworn revenge on Bart <laughs> yes. Simpson. Like, and he's almost killed him. Like, not even counting the Halloween episodes, he's almost killed Bart like four times in my memory. He's kind of like a Mr. Burns figure in that, yeah. like, he never gets his revenge, really. You know, no, he, can, he always swears it. But he also gets to go so far of just like, wait, you should be fired. Like, you yeah. shouldn't be working with children anymore after trying to kill them. Uh, uh, there's another great joke in, in between all this. Um, Homer uh, forgetting his daughter. Bart's grades are up a little this term. The leases are way down. Oh, we always have one good kid and one <laughs> lousy kid. Why can't both our kids be good? We have three kids, Homer. Marge, a dog doesn't count as a kid. <laughs> no, Maggie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what about Stitch Face? <laughs> That'd be two years from now. He doesn't even feel that bad about forgetting. He's like, oh, yeah. It's a genuine revelation. Yeah. I also, I love the animation on Millhouse's wedgie walk. Yeah. When he gets that wedge, he's like, thanks, Bart. I think that's that's that's, phys- that's non-Homer physical comedy that doesn't really occur in The yeah. Simpsons all that much. Yeah, but the, the, he has to, Bart stops it by just saying, like, eh, his belly's not getting any pinker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Milhouse is the only child that can really hurt that much outside of maybe Martin, you know? Yeah, they're kind of the only ones who, and while well, Bart can sometimes, like, get hit that's so true. hard. Like, I just remember in the hockey episode where they go, like, this is for wasting teachers' valuable time. <laughs> this, they're laying into him so hard. I cannot wait to get to that. That, that has a moment. That episode has a moment that makes me laugh so hard. We'll get to it in about a year, 20, year and a half, 20, eighteen months, twenty seventeen, probably eighteen months. Uh, but meanwhile, Lisa is is just on a slow descent into just full on rebellion, mm-hmm. uh, and this is just a great line. Lisa, you're not sprinkling <sighs> your sparkles. Shove it. <gasps> I have never seen a good student take such a slide. Lisa, what are you rebelling against? What do you got? 
<laughs> and I, I meant I had to look up that clip because that's a, a refer a Marlon Brando that, reference yeah. um, to the movie. What is it? The Wild One? Uh, yeah, the Wild One. Oh, the Wild right, One. Yeah. And like that, I re- I'd seen the movie, um, but it's it's just not read like that at all. And there's mm. no sting to it. Hey, Johnny, what are you rebelling against? What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> but it's such Come a it, it, but it's colored yeah. my like that whole line that line should be Brando's but for me it's now Lisa's yeah mm. uh, but it's such like that movie is such a B movie they would definitely they parody that more in the uh, okay episode with Hail, the Hell Satans in it if you remember that mm. one not when, the Christ Punchers uh, <laughs> <laughs> I preferred that one they were good see uh, there's some good jokes stuff, yeah. we will appreciate them more I think oh. uh, but uh, by the way Lisa's bad girlfriends they don't show up that like they're yeah, they well never designed they should have showed back up again I think they, they were expelled after this it's it's weird that those those characters though are the only ones who are visually representative of the time period The Simpsons is being That's made true. everybody else is in a plain t-shirt plain true, shirt yeah. plain shorts and well, could be in any decade I mean Jimbo Dolph Kearney Nelson like they're the bad boys they yeah. They don't have. Maybe Jimbo has the closest. Like, oh yeah, that's what kids. Those fat Albert ski hat. I Uh guess. Well, then again, uh, what uh, Jimbo Kearney, the third one, Dolph. Dolph. Dolph with his side parts. Like, Mm. uh, hey, that's fully back now. Yeah, is it is it is hardcore. But I do love that Skinner celebrates that the thing that the school has become a police state. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, I absolutely dreamed of the stolen goods, the confiscated goods locker. locker. So great, and I think this is this has to be lost references now. You know, before there were some corridors of this school, you'd just never go down. Now (laughs) I feel safe anywhere. Every day is a new fight, sir. Mm, Bart, the school is a police state. Students are afraid to sneeze. I have you to thank. Come with me. Madre de Dios! Legends were true! Yes, Bart. Whenever a teacher confiscates something, it ends up here. Salacious halter tops, complete collections of mad, (laughs) cracked, and the occasional issue of crazy. And this fake plastic derriere. (laughs) (laughs) Now, to show my gratitude, I want you to help yourself to an item of your choice. All right! Ooh, now you be careful with that crossbow. I will. I, <laughs> so wait a minute. Was, was Crazy the Marvel ripoff of Crack that lasted for like 10 years? I think it was fake. It's, it's, I it think that fake. one was I thought up. Crazy was real. I, I'm pretty you know, sure it is real. I, I, I normally check for these things, but I, I, was I always assumed it was I fake. It was, it was fake, making yeah. fun of that stupid naming convention or the fact that Crack didn't really bother coming up with it. It's just so weird to think of Crack as a terrible Mad Magazine ripoff when that brand is now more valuable than Mad. It, especially Crack as like an insult. Like, oh man, you're totally cracked. I know that guy's mad. I know that Marvel Oh wow! Now you are correct, Bob. Ooh. From 1973 to 1993, yes, I see it now. oh 93, damn. Marvel's version because Marvel had its own joke book called What the. But uh, I I I'm surprised that it took him till 73 to uh, sorry 73 93. to 83. Oh 83, got I, it. Because I we mentioned somewhere it took him that long to rip off Mad. I was pretty shocked that you and I, Bob, were just both like obsessed with Mad Magazine. I was yeah. In the same period. I was. I had a Mad Magazine club that made a little fucking fort house out of a stupid cardboard <laughs> box that had Alfred E. Newman, and I try and draw the logo all over. I used I used a ruler to do the fold fold ins to make them perfect. Uh, yeah. per- Must uh, preserve Al Jaffe's art. I saw a great Almighty tweet. Aller. I saw a great tweet recently where DC Comics tweeted out a cover from Mad mm-hmm. because DC Comics owns Mad Magazine or they're you know whatever. Uh, so they tweeted it out and it is a a cover making fun of Donald Trump because they make fun of every single. 
public figure ever. Yeah. It is, and then every reply was like, "I hope you're doing a Hillary one. Oh, you've lost all, <laughs> uh, you've lost all credibility with me. How dare DC Comics be like this? this it shouldn't be political." I was like, "It's was fucking DC. mad. It yeah. does this every time. They it do does this, this with everybody. Yes. Nine million Clinton blowjob covers. I bet. Yes, they. Somebody in the replies were like, "Here's the Mad Max cover with." Um, it's Hillary is Furiosa. They just did it. Like, but the, oh yeah, yeah, I have that issue for some yeah. reason. I did want to ask you guys: Have you ever had anything confiscated? That oh yeah, was, please, mm. please do tell. Um, I had, I had one really awful, awful teacher, and I hope she's dead now. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I, I sincerely mean that because I, I sincerely believe at the time when I was ten, I'm like, I, I might be smarter than this adult. <laughs> I might be smarter than her. And I would always get my tests done like half an hour early, because um, as we all explained, we're all child geniuses who became yeah. dumb adults. Yes, um, I'm, now, I'm now drinking so I can be dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so I would always get my tests done early, and she would take away anything I brought to read after doing the test. Like, give me that. Like, really? like just spiteful you... about me wow. not finishing things quickly. Like I wasn't trying or something. You're I don't me know. Give you extra attention. So yeah. I hated her. Uh, I'm not going to say her name. You're so smart, huh? No, you know, I don't. I think maybe I had like a toy confiscated or something. Tons of things I have, I've had were confiscated. Um, maybe once. It's it, one of the one of the most disillusioning things. So I'll save that one. But <laughs> like it, it was always something I felt I really wanted. My parents really didn't buy me toys, and like really mm-hmm. were like very late to trends. I'd always get the rip off of what was that, whatever was popular, and we weren't necessarily poor. They were just dicks. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but I finally got a fucking. This is like second grade, a glowworm. Everybody was talking oh, snap, about glowworms. Glow yeah, it's yeah, like, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. A rigid finger puppet that <laughs> looked cute and glowed in the dark and came but in its own little bag. Yes, but an awkward flashlight you slept with. Yeah, yes. <laughs> and I got one, and I was like, I couldn't wait because I felt like I was the last one to get one, and everybody was talking about them, and I'm going to miss the trend. And I went in the lunchroom to show everybody, and a teacher just came up right away and confiscated it. And at that point, I thought. I'll get it back eventually. I never did. Aww. No, nothing. No one ever figured out what happened to it, and I was, as a little kid, really devastated. Mm. And then uh, later in middle school, I got a. I was was pretending to be in a sport so I could fit in, uh-huh. but I was actually just really into cartoons and Mad Magazine. Same here. I think uh, liking sports for a few yes. years. So, well. I, so when Disney bought the Mighty Ducks, I'm like, I'm gonna wear uh-huh. all Mighty Ducks. I wore sports shirts every day to try and fit in with the fucking mm-hmm. cool crowd, mm-hmm. and like, uh, but when Mighty Ducks came out, I'm like I'm gonna own this shit because this is a disney property it looks like donald uh and you i sneak in your love of cartoons yeah did you, your hat your house your, your schools have hat rules like take yeah, them off when yeah. it was a catholic school so it was like no hats at all no hats period, period. Yeah. like so ours was no hats and like i walked through the threshold i remember feeling it was like it was unfair uh it, it, like i walked through the threshold and hadn't taken off and like right when i'm an inch past the threshold of the door the teacher grabbed it confiscated oh. it and gave it like you you were warned we just increased Hat violation rules. This has to go to the principal. So it's I was the chair for you, Chris. The I was saving up wow. for like three weeks for this hat, and I go. What I do is I go and I get a copy from the library of the schools and the Florida Educational uh, Board's rule book uh, on what's allowed to be confiscated and what isn't. Objection. And I stay up all night writing all that information down, and I write it all down like according to statute and bylaw, this and that. And then I walk to the principal and I give this speech, and like he is like. He's behind his desk, but a giant black man. And, and Was it Principal Blackman? He's quiet, and then, like, statue byline. And then, according to that, you will be subject to... And he's like, what? Get the fuck out of my office! 
And like wow. all that work to try and trap him, it just took a little so, yelling and a swear word. And like he did not get out the board of education. In other no, words, okay. no, no, that, that was. And, uh, yeah, I, I would never bring Mad Magazine to school uh, because I was like, this is this shit's too hot for Catholic yeah, school, I can't man. Take it. Well, I the worst I had was a teacher who really. Well, no, I definitely had a worse teacher than this, but I remember in elementary school, a teacher, she didn't confiscate anything, but she was, she had a very, she was very against the gifted program, which I was a part of. She felt that it was favoring some kids and making other kids feel bad that mm. they weren't in the gifted program. So, of course, it was and your so, fault, Henry. <laughs> and so, yeah, when a, when a child would return <laughs> from the gifted program, I heard, this happened once where she, this wasn't me, but it was another gifted kid in the group, that she said to them like oh you think you're so special in the gifted program huh Ooh. all the other kids here are learning just the same as you you're nothing special like whoa wow. like that you're saying that to a child you find Carmen San Diego egghead yeah <laughs> she shelved you uh, I mean gifted classes had their own negatives but yeah uh, uh, but you know this this episode is like both nice and mean to teachers like it definitely thinks it teachers are frauds but it, it feels bad for them being frauds they're like they don't want this either like they don't want to be teachers <laughs> and they don't know more than the kids but they're trapped and they're, yes. they're just sad desperate well, people this, this I, actually illustrates a problem in academia in mm-hmm. which uh educators used to be gatekeepers to knowledge but mm-hmm. now the internet exists so it's like why are yeah. we here why are people paying us like my your babysitters with arbitrary trivia yeah that people and that's that's what it proves uh, it doesn't seem to hate teachers it's just the idea that like if you chose to shepherd a child do you tell them about the Battle of New Orleans? Of <laughs> yeah. course you don't. It's, it's not an interest to you at all. Like, it, but that's mm-hmm. you have to be taught that uh, in a nineteen era, like a nineties era school. I feel like it's been forever since we played a clip. <laughs> but it's, uh, just more awesome music and uh, a character I wish got brought back more. Seymour, this is an absence slip signed by Nelson's mother, yeah. and this is Nelson's English homework. Notice the identical elongated loops on the D's. Forgery. So he didn't have leprosy. (laughs) This is a great day for me. I thought I could never teach again. Things have changed. There will be no mockery of your name, Mr. Glasscock. <laughs> Mr. Glasscock. <laughs> love that. Did they love say that. cock on television? They did. Yeah. They can just pretend it's a real name. And but... I know someone named Glasscock now, and I can't. Wow. I can't. I know a Taylor Cock, who's a <laughs> friend of ours. He's the cock man. But uh, well, hey, Bob, you're saying something like you've been a teacher, like you've taught. I have been. Yeah, yes. I taught college writing classes while I was in grad school, and uh, thankfully, I guess the furthest you can go is like wacky macky. But there's no, there's nothing <laughs> really you can do with my name. Swacky. But a lot of the kids called me Mr. Mech, which I thought was like, okay, I don't want to be the South Park guy, so let's just clear <laughs> away from that. Yeah, I was like, oh, I turned damn. the chair around. My name's Bob. Mr. Mech yeah. is my dad's name, but do you, yeah, I don't know where sexy. he is. I'll so. come up with something. I'll come up with something. <laughs> something. Uh, I just love the. You do feel. I feel so bad for the teachers in this. And though also, I totally went Lisa, angry Lisa. Yeah. The Lisa who is like full of contempt for I, teachers I, I that this. she thinks she, she knows she's smarter than. Mm-hmm. Lisa? What 19th century figure was nicknamed Old Hickory? I don't know. Mm-hmm. You? <laughs> Perfect kid insult, Lisa, by the way. if you'd bothered to do the assignment, you'd know the answer is... The Battle of New Orleans. I mean, Andrew Jackson. Well, you're earning your 18 grand a year. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid Hoover. I think she's so smart. She wouldn't be so smart without her teacher's edition. Music in this episode. Love it. I I think I... Watching this, 
I regretted valuing being like smug or dickish to <laughs> mm-hmm. a t- somebody I didn't like instead of like maybe I could have worked harder on myself, but instead I worked the hard to think of a clever, mean thing that really gets you and embarrass you. It took me a while to get over that. I pray to God I still don't act like that. I I mean, like (laughs) six years ago, I was in five hours of audible proof every week (laughs) that I do still do that. Actually, actually six years ago, I was in this uh, time management meeting thing. It was like an all day thing. It, it actually wasn't that bad. And I did learn some things from it, but I came in with a total chip on my shoulder, and I'm sure the the guy who runs runs those meetings sees a million guys like me. He asked me a question, and then I replied with a question. He's like, "You know, I find that you you always uh, you often answer a question with a question." And I said, "Oh, do I?" <laughs> and I was like, "Boom, I got you, buddy." But and then he just kind of like, <sighs> "Yes," and I was like, "Okay, I guess we're." I, this won't work the same as it did in school. Like I'm getting paid by you guys. I'm, I'm 30. This might not be the right place to do this. Maybe, maybe I just I idolized John Lennon. That's all he did, right? Uh, yeah. Is it really wrong? Anyways, the teacher's editions are stolen. Ladies and gentlemen, the unthinkable has happened. Some sick, twisted individual has stolen every teacher's edition in this school. What do we do? Declare a snow day. Does anyone know the multiplication table? Uh, please, please, don't yeah, panic. Dan. They can smell fear. <laughs> I love the montage of the teachers being terrible. Yeah, and improvising. As a kid, this gave this gave me the fuel to be like, "Yeah, teachers suck." But as yeah. an adult, I'm like, they hate the situation that too. Is, I yeah. call yeah. teachers suck. The, this is what the clip Children, is called. I know this is highly irregular, but for the rest of the uh, day, Martin will be teaching this class. I will, but I wouldn't know where to begin. Just do it, Brainiac. <laughs> Have I ever told you kids about the '60s? <laughs> <laughs> I've got to get out of here. We had a substitute come in, and he clearly wasn't prepared Mm -hmm. to teach geography in middle school. And so he just, like, sits down and stares at the class and puts a boombox on the table, plays this up, and tells us the story of James Taylor's fire and rain. (laughs) Wow. Like, about how it was about James Taylor's girlfriend dying in a plane plane crash on her way to come see him again. (laughs) And I always thought I'd see you again. And I just remember, like, and some people say this song. And he's, like, crying and trying to explain as James Taylor. This is a teacher improving. And so what I learned that day in geography was about James Taylor's (laughs) fire and rain. That's great. For the longest time as a kid, when I heard her calm blue ocean it took thing. me until I had captions to yeah, know that yeah I was just like is this a is this just her mantra is this like are, are these made up words I can't understand yeah, I, thought, I read it as one word calm blue ocean I'm calm like blue is that a word calm I don't blue. know yeah. yeah that it would be something spelled like something C- in yelled in killer instinct <laughs> calm blue ocean yeah it would be something like C-O-M-B-L-U T-I-O-N I oh assume it was like a word I couldn't figure out we yeah. are running let me try and wrap this up because I uh, love no these clips uh, the cops Bart- breaking into the library I love that that is uh, so funny yeah, like it's, it's just a perfect it's a perfect cut off for the joke it's bam bam boosh in the batter ramp it's, it's so fast and so great it's perfect Simpsons pacing I love that joke yeah. it's like my favorite thing in the episode uh, but I also love it's nice to see I love Bart and Lisa moments and Bart is with Skinner trying to track down the teacher's edition, and it's they the find return out. of the Axel F theme uh, parody that they had true. put in uh, Radio Bart. There it is. <laughs> but uh, Bart's discovery of Lisa being the uh, criminal here. Lisa, that's right. It was I. Please, why did you do it? Come on, Bart. In your pre-fascist days, you knew the giddy <laughs> thrill of feudal rebellion. Yeah, <laughs> but even I had my limits. 
You're looking at expulsion for this. I know, I know. Mm. <laughs> oh, really like both of the reads there. Very convincing as children. Yeah, it's a very, it is a very sweet brother and sister thing in the end. And ultimately, I, I love how low the stakes are because mm-hmm. Skinner says, uh, but you should have saved the school $120. The books! Oh, answers! Answers! Simpson, you just saved this school $120. <laughs> Who's behind this monstrous crime? I am. Oh. <gasps> I've been so blind. In retrospect, the signs all pointed to a rogue hall monitor. Sorry if I betrayed your trust, Principal Sucker. Now, Bart, in light of your recent service to the school, I've decided to be lenient. 400 days detention. Uh, yeah, 400 days. I can do that standing on my head. All right, 500 days. Woohoo, big man. 600 days. Maybe I'll just shut my big mouth. <laughs> so I stupidly went and looked up how many days are in the school year. How many? Like two hundred? No, one hundred and eighty. Oh, so, so Bart's going to be in high school. I I, Bart's not going to be allowed to go to high school <laughs> because he'll still be in Springfield Elementary detention yeah. with six hundred wow. days detention in the fourth grade. Maybe time off for good behavior. I, and I do, I do love his chalkboard. The, the end of the show chalkboard gag of I will not expose the ignorance of the faculty. <laughs> that is, that well, is so least. great. Yeah, yeah it's a re- this is a really fun episode. And then Millhouse then becomes the new strongman. Too is just the cute, cute aside. It, it's super cute. It starts where I mean, there's no like surprise first act that leads into something else. It's all one yeah. strong A story, yeah. and I love it a lot. It's very heartwarming. A lot of great character moments, and more uh, more info about Skinner as a character. Yeah, like. that's what I like. And also, hear. Bart is right that in future, uh, in the futures we've seen of the Simpsons, Bart is the freeloader taking advantage of the much more yeah. upwardly mobile Lisa. He'll be there to borrow money. Exactly. Mm-hmm. In and that terrible would. episode. Yeah. <laughs> Smell you later. Uh, uh, gross. Okay, so yes, thank you for joining us, everybody. Ooh. I've been Bob Mackey, your host. You can catch me on Twitter as Bob Servo. I also host the classic gaming podcast known as Retronauts. Mm-hmm. You can find that at retronauts.com or usgamer.net. I also write for somethingawful.com. Lots of fun humor jokes for all you friends. Ooh. Who else wants to talk about what they do? Um, I, uh, Laser Time is the show that kind of started this whole operation. Uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash laser time, that made this whole show happen, and the first season is available there free for patrons, and I understand there's an asterisk in that sentence somewhere. Uh, but uh, we and Laser Time is a pop culture show that's sort of like this, but takes a singular pop culture topic, and we kind of use, if you're a Simpsons fan, we kind of use Jay Sherman, um, Jay Sherman's appearance on The Simpsons ah, as a backdoor yes. pilot mm. for a recent topic, uh, and it's a lot of fun. You should check it out. And if you like traveling back in time through audio, there's 30-20-10, where we talk about the big events in a given week 30 years ago, 20 years ago, and 10 years ago. That's 86, 96, and 2006. It's surprising what stuff happened around the same times. And also, I write for fandom.wikia.com. Thanks again for listening. We'll be back next week with Dog of Death. Later. infotainment when facing a family law matter it can feel like an overwhelming and never-ending court process it's vital to know that things will look better on the other side if you hire legal counsel with the skill and compassion to help it's stangy law firm we represent clients in difficult family law matters every day visit familylawrepresentation.com to schedule your consultation that's familylawrepresentation.com stangy law firm here to help you rebuild your life stangy law firm has an office in wichita kirk stangy 120 South Central Avenue, Suite 450 Clayton, Missouri. 
Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.